0: This is Grego with Florida Culture Podcast Show. You've been listening to United We Conquer" by Archie Eversol, the official Lenny United theme song. I want y'all to know we've <laughs> been talking on here for about a good 30 minutes. and didn't even realize the game that we were recording. But hey, we're going we to do this all over again for you because we love y'all. love y'all. love y'all. we we'll do
1: it twice. Yeah, so what's good, Coach Tony? Oh, It's good now man I'm feeling good man Any other time I would have Been sad And like Cursed you out But hey man Look no, we're have we having A good time here, <laughs> it's,
0: it's, 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 it's all good man But yeah like, So what's been Going on with you man
1: Oh man Let's see As always Coaching things up uh, I gotta put a plug Out there My man Greg Owens The coach Showed up And showed love um, I coached for uh, Soccer Streets Got a Vine City team within the Westside community. and um, We had our first Westside Derby match this weekend, and we had the 7-and-unders, 10-and-unders, and unders 10 and unders and 13 unders The games were held at the Home Depot backyard, and Fortaculture showed up. Some other uh, Atlanta groups that we love, and they showed up as well, and it was a beautiful, perfect day for uh, some soccer, and the kids loved it. 7-and-unders, 10-and-unders, Vine City won, but uh, unfortunately, my 13-and-unders lost to West End. It was a it's a shocker, but nonetheless we had a good time. It was some great moments. Great learning moments, of course. just like as Greg has learned how to operate this uh, recording. My kids don't, don't <laughs> judge some of you judge it, man, but oh, hey it's coming <laughs> back. It's coming back at least three more times in this show. Oh we're gosh. going to revisit. But no, seriously though, it was it was an awesome event this weekend. And um, you know, working with Soccer the Streets and the opportunities that we've had as far as growing the game in, in the city of Atlanta. Um, we a lot of people have been noticing uh, what we've been doing, largely in part because of what's going on with the West End Soccer Station. And we also first opened one at Five Points, but now that this West End one has is generating a lot of talk and it's definitely uh, raising eyebrows and having people curious and asking about the game. And so now that those fields are right there at the West End Marta Station, um, it's definitely opened things up within the West End community. And, it's been a focal point, so it's it's been great to be a part of this and seeing the game grow, and also just seeing the general interest within the community. Some people who have no idea or anything about soccer are coming by to the fields, and whereas you got soccer nerds and people who play pickup all the time are coming by the field. So to see those um, intersections of different cultures and different types of people within the soccer world collide is. It's awesome to be a part of this, and to have those fields be a focal point of that. It's amazing to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, for um, for those people who aren't already initiated to to uh, the soccer scene in Atlanta, in Atlanta Soccer in the Streets is a nonprofit dedicated to you know bringing kids into the game. You know, from pretty much from the, from the hood. You know, for the most part, you know, underprivileged kids may, who may not already have access uh, to the game, and uh, they're also the, the company behind the Soccer Station projects. Of course, they have Soccer Station uh, in five points and also on the West End. Of course, like Tony was talking about, you know, the especially with the West End station, like you, you really have seen a a real spike in you know, just interest, you know, not just in Soccer Station, but in the game itself, you know, his teams have have really grown by a lot.
1: Like, 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 what have you seen so far? Oh man, good gosh. Ever since the stations were built, I mean, the amount of uh, interest within the programs have spike uh, dramatically. Uh, we're having, on a weekly basis, dozens of people wanting to register kids to play. And that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's why I got into this, It's to grow the game. Um, and to be able to be a part of an organization that provides access for these kids. Um, I've always had an issue, and in large part, of this is how you and I got connected, but I've always had an issue with soccer being basically a country club sport within our country. And so the things that we are trying to accomplish are kind of breaking down those uh, stereotypes of the game. Um, and also, as we've always said, like, you know, me playing soccer here in the South, especially during the 80s and 90s, I was always called white boy and everything, or playing a white kid's sport, but now, you know, people are recognizing that it's a global game, man. and to be able to share that with the communities here within Atlanta, to show that it's a global game, man. and to show people that people of all walks of life are playing this game, and it's been amazing to be a part of it. So, you know, pretty so, pretty proud of what I do. Yeah, you know,
0: for what for the culture is looking to bring course, we definitely have an out, uh, an aim as far as. You know, bringing people into the to the game, and of course, with West Soccer in the streets, uh, brings you know, it's definitely in sync with what we want to do. Because of course, you know, the I think there's always a perception, especially just like Tony was talking about. He was called the white kid, kid you know, playing soccer. That there's a perception that, at least in the black community, that that soccer isn't cool. You All know, right. that, like that we don't really play soccer. And you know, one thing that you know, anyone especially been to a United game, you know one, that we're into it, we're definitely into soccer and then two, you know, black kids play soccer, you know, whether you know, whether you're six years old, you know, ten years old or like certain of course if you're like uh, our kid uh Bello who's from Douglasville, he's sixteen years old, you know, and, and breaking up with the with the first team, you know, we there's there's examples of this all, all over the city and all over the country. And, you know, as you take this journey with us, of course, you know, we'll be coming out with more content, you know, to kind of show you who we are and, and, and what we're about. But, you know, definitely we're, we're, we're in the midst of, you know, changing narratives and, and perspectives. And, you know, so hopefully you, you, know, you enjoy it. Uh, You've been watching these uh, playoff games, man?
1: Yeah, man, it's been an interesting playoffs. I, I have to say that, like, as each year that, of course, since the Laney has been around, been paying attention more to the MLS. But now, especially this last year, it's been, it's actually been good. We you know, last week we talked about Decision Day and the drama of that unveiled, but this week as well, with the playoff games like things that you thought were going to happen didn't happen, and vice versa. Um I mean, I, I gotta say that, you know. Hold on, shout,
0: shout out to our homie uh, Rango. He he wasn't able to join us this week. This dude was actually right. He you know he got it right calling out uh, uh Columbus <laughs> over over DC United. He you know. got it right.
1: Did you get it right? Not so I, I much, what your predictions saying.
0: yo, yo i I had my old Homer head on, and yeah. I thought d c was gonna you know, pull that out and you know Delion, you know he that, that that one kind of went to went to philly I thought, I thought
1: Baggio came back to life, man
0: yeah because like, everyone thought you know he was about to be the hero yeah. he had he had the equalizer an extra extra time, and then you know it came down to him uh, and, and then who stepped up, up to? Your your new MLS goalkeeper of the year That's Zach Steffen right. That's right Zach Steffen Yeah man like congratulations to him You know it, it He he definitely showed up once again You know we, we definitely have a, a A history of Him stopping people in, in shootouts ourselves So you know It was almost like deja vu
1: it's, it's funny even though he you know Ended our time last season with Atlanta United um, Like I can't help but to cheer for this brother I mean like He's obviously the face in the future for a U.S. men's national team, but, like, seeing another brother between the sticks as well. Of course, you know, me being a goalkeeper myself, but, like, he has a lot of upside. I'm glad to see that it's paying out for him. Yeah, and of course you know the U.S.
0: national team—they they they caught up uh, their roster, which sack stuff at this part. We're actually going to touch on that a little later on uh, in in the show. But uh, what were your thoughts as far as of course everyone had their their first legs uh, on Sunday? Of course, Atlanta United—they had uh, they faced off against New York City FC. We got our first playoff win. uh, Yes, um, uh, Got That monkey Uh, off my back. A little bit of controversy there, but uh, what, what were your thoughts?
1: No, I mean, that game, um, you know, you and I were talking about earlier, but first of all, the box that NYCFC plays, and I I can't stand it, but nonetheless, they do operate within the laws of the game and the rules of how big your field can be. Even with that being said, we knew going in that we weren't going to be able to play our style, our sexy brand of soccer. Um, With that being said, um, you know, it was a rough game, literally. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Dave Villa definitely made himself known. He made himself known uh curb everybody. Yeah, right? you know, he did some this American history X type stuff on them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see my man Top Top speaking? English? <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
0: so I'm I'm up in I'm up at uh brew house down in Little Five Points. Shout out shout out to them. Brew house. And, you know, of course, it's still loud up in there and everything, but I, it's smoky. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and of course they they have Tata at, um, right before halftime. Of course, anyone who's watched the United game has always seen that you know he'll he'll speak through a trans, translator, and so of course you know that was the expectation you know, going into this interview. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hold up, I'm I'm seeing him move his lips. I'm like, hold up, that's English, bro. I'm like, oh snap. Do you
1: think he was trying to give us a little hint?
0: You know what? <laughs> uh, of course, going off of my rant last week about the national team and not hiring a, 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 a head coach yet, and of course their incessant preference on having someone who speaks English, and of course, even though it hasn't been made official yet, the, the likelihood of Tata being the next U.S. coach is not looking Slim. very Slim. not looking very good. I'm like, oh, that's just petty. That's just and like I actually heard out he he uh, spoke English again in, in the interview t- today with, uh, with the local news. I'm like, yo, like I think he's definitely like, yo, it's you could have had this. You could have had this. Yeah, that that, that was it's, it's it's crazy, but you know that just just you know, of course, shout out to uh, my homie uh, Jay Riddle. Like He came up with this this video on social media. It was like, I think, like I think it just blew everyone's mind just to see him speak English because of course we've. Those of us kind of like you know that follow United closely have kind of known that he's that he could speak English, but we have never actually seen him speak English on camera. So you know just to see him finally do it was like, Yo. <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely a shot. But yeah, shot. yeah. With with the game uh, Sunday, uh, of course we had one goal that was that was called back, which. You can't really convince me that I was offside. You know, like I said, of course, you being a coach, you kind of knowing the rules a bit better than better than most. Like, what was your what was your thoughts on that?
1: My take is that um, you know they always talk about if if you are offside and you're actually involved in the play somehow, some way, then it's called that. Mm. Within that play in the video, there's there's no way as well you can convince me that he was involved in the play somehow, some way. He wasn't obstructing anybody. Yeah, he was on the back post or whatever. But, man, at the end of the day, you got to call like so I see it. And that wasn't that was an offside anyway. So, unfortunately, it got taken away and we didn't get the two-goal buffer that we wanted. The two-away goal buffer that we w- w- would love to have. But nonetheless, we did get the one-goal-away buffer. And the shutout. I mean, that's huge. I yeah. mean, I've, the fact that Bragg was on, got another shutout um, under his belt. God I love that, especially going to home, and especially since the next leg. You know, we have our you know seventy thousand plus ripping and roaring and yelling goos all the time. I mean, it's going to look good to have that buffer.
0: Yeah, I think that you know, just you know, getting that. First of all, getting that first playoff win is big, especially you know given how we entered the season. You know, with that sneaker against Toronto, and kind of you know, kind of you know, getting things back. Back and forth, course uh, Miggy came back. Uh, Viaba was uh, was was back and he came off the bench. Do you think he's healthy? Um, I think he's healthy enough to be a factor. I don't expect him to start. Uh, I actually think uh, Barco will probably get get some action. Probably get into the eleven this weekend, but he'll definitely factor. You got Tito. Yeah. You got to use them, absolutely, especially. Because definitely, like in, I think in the second half, uh, when when he came in, uh, he definitely added a, a, a new wrinkle uh, to, to the team. And I think that, especially just given very few teams can really hang with our overall team speed. So it's like, you know, when you have whether it's Amaron, whether it's Joseph, whether it's Tito, whether it's Barco, or even if it's, it's, it's Nagby. Yeah. you know because like because people sleep on he his feet as up. well yeah he brings it up in the middle I mean he, he you know I, I think face. that you know when we of course when we're back in the bins and we have a uh, full, fully sized uh, pitch real size, you, know, <laughs> you know I think that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be real difficult I'm not uh, I'm not saying it's it's, it's a locket because, of course, we have a 12th defender to to deal with um, this weekend. Who is that 12th defender, sir? That is the (laughs) world-famous Mark Geiger. You know, uh, I just just announced today, matter of fact, that that, uh, he'll be officiating our game uh, on Sunday. Of course, any any United supporter that's, you know, followed the team closely knows that pretty much any, any game that he's called, you know, usually does not end up in our favor. And, I think that, you know, it, it definitely leaves room for, like, you feel, you still feel confident, but you're still anxious to kind of see how the game plays out. You know, I'm, I'm hoping for, I, I think a good result for us will probably be a draw. You know, that will still you know, put us in position where where we would advance to the conference finals. And, you know, hopefully meet up with the crew who are actually up 1-0 on the, on the supporter shield, winners there's uh, Red Bulls, it's, so
1: you just said hopefully meet up with the crew, crew. Yeah. So that means you're scared of the Red Bulls. I'm not scared. I. I, I mean. Or I, is that your way of saying that you think automatically that Columbus Crew are going to win that? I think that actually here. Here's my
0: thing. Uh, they were able to beat uh, the Red Bulls largely with without Ian playing most of that game. Yeah. And I'm assuming that you know, obviously, when with them having to the Spider the conference finals on the line, you're we're probably going to see him in the 11 next uh, next weekend. And you know, I think if they can just get one goal, it's going to be very hard for the Red Bulls to you know clip three back and 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 get the win. It's not impossible, but I think that you know it'll it'll be tough. You know, of course they'll they'll have the hometown uh, crowd to their advantage. And no, that's Jersey. I'm sorry, my bad. Little Jersey, that's simple. Jersey, son. I'm sorry, my my bad Harris. done.
1: My bad done.
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I think that it, it'll definitely be a, be a close game. Of course, they have the late game on Sunday. Uh, we uh, here in Atlanta, we have the five o'clock game. Uh, Sporting and, and RSL, which who are right now tied one one, uh, they'll they'll be playing the early game on Sunday because of a uh, scheduling conflict. Portland and Seattle are actually going to be playing on Thursday. Uh, right now the Timbers are up to, uh, 2-1 on them. And, like, what what's actually your thoughts on that? Because I think that, you know, a, pe- a lot of people had Seattle kind of as, you know. The favorite. The, the favorite
1: to kind of make out the West. I, I, honestly, the last two Portland games I've watched, I've been quite impressed with them. And they look kind of scary. And I would not be surprised if they're the ones that come out the West. Yeah, that's my prediction right there over over Seattle and maybe even over uh, Sporting, if Sporting comes out. But Portland looks really good. And, you know, the fact that even though they're with the new coach this season, and Greg you talk more about that, but, like, the fact that they always find a way to grind it out at this time of the year and the fact that with all their history, you know, even from their old days, back when they were in the MLS. I mean, they just found ways to, you know, grind it out. Yeah, for those
0: who aren't quite familiar with the situation, of course, Portland, uh, their previous coach, Caleb Porter, he stepped down at the end of last season. Portland hired uh, Giovanni Savarese from the New York Cosmos uh, of the NESL uh, after last season. For those of you who aren't familiar with Savarese, with he pretty much spearheaded the uh, the Cosmos franchise to, I believe, it was three of the last four NESL championships, and I think for a lot of people, when he was first hired, people thought, you know, NESL, you know, it's not on the same level, you know, he won't do as well, and uh, he's he's held pretty pretty, you know, tough, like you know, throughout the whole season of course, they played us here, uh, the, the 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 World Cup final and held us to a one-one draw. No, like he plays really disciplined ball. You know, it is is gritty. You know, it's not it's not always the sexiest uh, play in the world, but I think it's that type of that style of play that really you know serves well at this time time of the season. Yeah. So I think that just like Tony said, I, I think they'll be able to pull it out against Seattle. Uh, uh, of course, with the, with Sporting in Real, I think I'm, I'm I think I'll probably be, l- be low scoring. Uh, yeah. Sporting probably get. Uh, one more goal and uh, and get and get through against them. But uh how are you looking at um red uh, like I said how are you looking at uh how how we'll uh, uh,
1: well like I said I definitely think my my pick for right now is Portland coming out. I know a lot of people disagree with that but I have Portland coming out of the West. But as far as the East goes, you know, crew I hope pulls out over the Red Bulls. Um although they're scary, similar to Portland. They know how to grind it out, too. Um, but I think when reality sets in, the Red Bulls, that, that home field advantage is going to come through. Um, and then as far as lane, Nine goes, I got to go with the home team, man. Come on.
0: Like, yeah, like I said, we'll, like, we'll have a full-size pitch to work with. So bet, I think we you can't go against the ATL, man. There's, there's, there's no toy box to
1: work um, with. So, yeah. Although ATL knows how to ATL, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it comes to sports teams. I mean, we know it all too well, and being born and bred here is just a part of life. Traffic is a part of life, and ATL teams choking is a part of life. Speaking of traffic, you know, <laughs> hopefully y'all voted today,
0: you know, yep. tra- traffic's been, been kind of crazy today, I'm pretty sure it's been crazy in a lot of places, even though schools been out in a lot of places, you know, a lot of, a lot of people showed up today, and I think that hopefully, wherever you are, wherever you're listening uh, to this, whether you Voted early or whether you voted today long as you got it done You know, voting is a very important part I know things are incredibly imperfect Incredibly, of course Trust me, we, we can tell you But, you know, at the very least you know, Be a part of the process And, you know, hopefully you did Hopefully you put your obligatory I voted stick uh, picture on, on social media I it didn't you?
1: put a picture But I got my stick on Yeah, he actually <laughs> does have this on right now,
0: So, but yeah But, uh, uh, but just uh kind of to take things back um, i saw a very interesting uh, tweet uh today from uh from Julian Gressel of Atlanta United uh you no know, of course with our win on sunday he had a bit of time off to you know chill back and, and watch some tv on 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 tuesday oh, I'm sorry on, on monday and uh let me see if i can pull this up real quick uh but basically what what julian said was now, just to
1: set it
0: up. Oh, you got it. Oh, no, I got it. So, I've had a lazy mo- morning and was able to catch first take and heard what you're on, both ESPN and FS1. And mm-hmm. for a good chunk of time, I just wanted to make them aware that the MLS playoffs were currently happening. They even aired on their networks and you basically had no- nothing to talk about on either one of those shows. And, it, you know, it really got, got me thinking because, you know, uh, I think that Aside from when you have an MLS game, you know, on either one of those networks, you don't really see a lot of soccer talk. You know, I, I, I will say that it, they've done a, a little bit better uh, as far as the, on Center, But it's not like, of course, for those of you who follow ESPN FC, of course, um, most of their programming got moved behind um, the new uh, streaming service ESPN+. Plus. So unless you're paying, you know, five dollars a month, you know, you're probably not getting a lot of soccer talk course for those who even do even more uh, following course. People know that uh, being sports has been dropped by several uh, cable networks, you know, so it's pretty hard to find them, too. So. For the most part it it kind of left everyone in a position where it's like if you want to get some good soccer talk you got to either you know get behind a paywall or listen to, listen to you us yeah listen to the culture that's what you got to do you know <laughs> but like 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 what what's your thought or, thoughts on that because it feels like at least at least for me you know it's it's real tough as far as you know like you want to be able to follow the game and it's like it's like if you're not watching the game it's like yeah soccer's kind of an afterthought
1: well, I mean, for me, I, I, I first have to say that, like, I am a fan of, like, other shows, like, I, I guess I can say, undisputed. Mm-hmm. i Shannon Sharp fan. Skill. Now, skill. Now, now skill. Why are you going to do that? No, why are you going to do that, skill? You had your turn. You had your turn. No, but, like, I love it. But at the same time, it drives me crazy because what are they going to talk about? Is your Dallas Cowboys, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers? Like, we know that's what they're going to talk about all the time time. Even on off season, they're talking about them all the time. And Gressel has a point. They are not talking about those things. The reason why is because they don't know anything about this game. And they're not going to talk about something they don't know about for two and a half hours. True. And so, that part. And then also, I mean... We have to also have the honest conversations with ourselves about this game that we love so much and the country that we love. And we have to deal with the fact that we are just, we're not the first pick. We're not the second pick. Are we okay with being the third and fourth pick? Mm-hmm. You know, and we have to realize if we're okay with that. And with that being said, if we're not the first and second pick, if we're okay with just being like, you know, the little, hey, you know, the late night text type of thing <laughs> hey big head hey big head <laughs> hey you up <laughs> I mean that's how it is with soccer Like, right? you gotta, hey, hey you up alright yeah I'll catch some you know some La Liga at this hour you know but if that's the case then I mean are we okay with that mm-hmm. and of course you know we would love to see it on a true evil I not mean, evil Oh, 40 and uh, <laughs> Level field as, um you know, football and basketball goes. But it, we're, I don't think we're ever going to see that day. And we're just going to have to deal with it being a hybrid type of situation as a way the media addresses it. Well, I think that, you know, I, I, like I, I, I was listening to uh, another
0: podcast, uh, World Soccer Talk, uh, back uh, last year. And they had they had the conversation as far as like is soccer really a, a niche sport? And I actually um, was able to you know kind of speak my piece on that. I think that part of the issue there is that basically unlike the NFL, where for the most part if you're if you're following football, you're either following the NFL or you're following college football. And That's pretty much it. And same thing with, uh, with 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 basketball. You're either watching NBA or college basketball. Of course, there are some some nerds who will watch EuroLeague and all that. But, <laughs> but for the most part, your your circle is kind of small. Whereas if you're following soccer and, you're, and if you're really knee-deep up in it, you're watching Premier League, Premier League, League, League. Bundesliga, yep. Serie A, yep. uh, Liga MX, yep. you know, and MLS now, and, and MLS, and you know that's a lot of it's a lot of different you know pieces here that you're trying to, as all of them are trying to fight for your attention, and it's, and it's really hard to say okay. You you don't have all those eyes centralized on one particular product like you do with the NFL, and I think that for one, like I, I still think that they could st- still afford to. You know, give about ten minutes to you know some so- some soccer topics, but at the same time, because everything's so spread out, it's like you know you might you might get like this chunk of the audience here, but of course you're still missing like the, the about eighty yeah, percent of yeah. ever everyone else that's following another product, because of course you know of course we. The biggest soccer product here is that not even MLS is is Liga MX. And of course, unless you speak Spanish, for the most part, you're not gonna know. You're probably not gonna know because you you'll watch a game and be like, okay, I don't know what they're saying. I I know. Well, (laughs) I I mean, like
1: obviously watching soccer all these years and see it grow and everything like that in the states. Obviously, there's been a change. I mean, now like the ESPNs and the Fox Sports or whatever, they're showing like Champions League going on right now. Mm-hmm. They usually won't show all the highlights from all the the games yeah. that are going on. They'll do like the two or three main matchups. Mm-hmm. And everybody usually the name brand players of whoever's playing throughout that day mm-hmm. give the highlight of that and then be done with it. Yeah, and no further analysis. Yeah, like they won't throw it to a Shaka Isla to go deeper into what happened in that game. Mm-hmm. Whereas we just saw the Dallas Cowboys and. Um, science the way they got the whole hour pretty much, yeah. And they got third, fourth, fifth level analysis, yeah. Holograms thrown in too. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not going to get that, and I mean it's 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 not for the culture that it's not for their culture. You know, I, I,
0: there's definitely a, a lot of room to grow there, and you know, obviously, all, all we could do is you know. Obviously, you know through us and you know through everyone else. Hopefully, you know demand more and demand better because you know obviously there's there's infinite um, amount of room to grow. Will will it ever get to this to levels of the NFL? Probably not, but there's still plenty of space to really work with there.
1: Maybe no. What we should do? What's up? We should just have our own undisputed version, but in the soccer world. I'll, I'll be Shannon You be Skip Okay oh, so, God. <laughs> He'll is. be the hater I'll come out With my black and miles My yak You know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> My gummies <laughs> I'll enjoy And you just keep on Hating away I like that I, like oh, that. I think
0: we should man. do that oh, man. No. Hit us no, up no. Hit us
1: up If you want to see that Ringo Ringo will be Skip
0: That's that's him all that That's it
1: Ringo Because all the Off the wall stuff That Ringo says Is quite in line With what Skip says (laughs) Now Ringo Ringo Ringo
0: (laughs) Yeah Ringo come back (laughs) (laughs) But yeah man um, Of course As we touched on earlier uh, Of course With uh, with Zach Steffen Winning goalkeeper of the year He's headlining Our Our Latest uh, U.S. national team Call up list Of course we're playing uh, England and Italy uh next week overseas o- over in Europe. And uh of course like I think it's actually our, our first real glimpse of I think what our A team could actually be. Of course we're still dealing with, with Sarakon as the interim coach, but I think just as far as, you know, who we're probably likely to see going into
1: uh going into next year. I'm gonna think... highlight some of those names real quick. Yeah, 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 go ahead. So we got Costa Tyler Adams, John Brooks. Reggie Cannon, Cameron Carter, Vickers, good last names. Luca Del Torre, Delgado, on Gall, Julian Green. Yo, Romain Gall, yo, like, matter of fact, he actually uh, scored today. Uh, I was
0: looking it up uh, earlier today. Yeah, he actually had a pretty good goal. But, yeah, like, like, like he's one guy that I've, I've been looking at. You know, I've been wanting to see him get smashed with him, action. Yeah, and then we got Goose, of course. Now, how do you feel about that? Because, of course, Goose Gu- Gu- is actually one of those guys that. He's 34? Uh yeah thirty three thirty four yeah yeah 34 years like ago. like he's not too old but at the same time I think that like you obviously you're you're trying to rebuild your your squad right but at the same time you can't just have a squad of all youngins who don't really know what like what it really takes to really perform at that level of course that could be a gift and a curse because you might be you might that you basically you might be too dumb to know what,
1: whether or not you did wrong or not well I I think I think, think we are all pretty clear is the reason why he's in there is because. It's clearly for leadership reasons, clearly mm-hmm. to help transition those players. I mean, yeah, there's some guys with some caps and some, you know, like the Yedlins and, you know, um, Bobby Woods have gotten some more numbers to their um, to their resume, but I think it's clearly for impact in the locker room type of thing. Yeah. Um, to help let those younger guys know this is what's to be expected because obviously Brad on being a stand-up kind of guy and just a, a real good professional he, there needs to be an example for that, for those young guys. You can't, because like you just said, you can't have a room full of young players. And as a coach, you definitely want to look at, okay, where am I building from? So like Elaine I, for instance, they got Parkhurst. where They're like, look here, we're going to have our captain here. This is what we're building. He's got the experience, cool, calm, and collected. We're going to build mm-hmm. out from there. Same thing here. I think I see this as the move is, they're not really, I don't, I don't, this is definitely not a long term type of thing. It's strictly just it's like. A cause don't
0: get it twisted, you know. Obviously, Guzan, you know, he's he's had a great season, with, so it's not like you know you're just putting him out there just because you know he's he's a he's a vet and everything. Like he's he's put in the work to to merit a call up. But I definitely think that you know for what you're trying to develop with uh, with the national team, absolutely. At least, at least through the Gold Cup next yeah. year. Like he, I think he's definitely a guy that you want on your team, uh, you know, as kind of like you know a guiding force, whether it be in, in the in the locker room. And of course, he can still get it done on the pitch. You know? like of course, yeah. uh, the, the last uh, friendly game that we had, you know, he was holding the shutout until until the end of the game. Yeah. So and of course, that yeah, was Yellen's fault, not, yep. not not his fault. So I think that you know for what she, for, for what he offers, you know, that's that's a spot worth having. Absolutely. So and of course we finally got Pulisic back. Like yeah, finally, yeah, finally, man. like this. Everybody's waiting for that, man. You know, like we've been waiting to see Wea and Adams and McKinney. Like we, like we want to see this young nucleus in action. Like, I, like I don't think we've actually feel gonna be. I don't think we've actually seen them all together uh, on an, on a, on on the U.S. team together yet. So this is like finally.
1: Can I, can. I? I, I gotta give another shout out to the A Town man. What's up? What's we up? got two A Town brothers on on the team, man. I yeah, mean, man. We, I mean Walker Zimmerman. Yeah. You know? Another A Town man, Shaq Moore. Yeah. You know, the A Town stay down, baby. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make us a soccer hotbed. Try to tell people this. Yeah. Land like, be a soccer hotbed. We yeah, like, used to be the Floridas and Texas's and Californias. Nah, son. Man, do, you your, do, today. Do, do your research, man. Clint Mathis, man. Like, you oh, like, like, Josh you know, Wolf,
0: baby. Come on, it's, man. It's, 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 it's been there. It's Come been on, there. Man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, of course, like I said, we have England first, and then we have uh, Italy uh, towards the weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Of course, it's, it's always going to be tricky right now because, of course, a lot of those guys, including Nagby and and Guzan, of course, you're on, they're on teams right now that are right now in, in the, the playoffs. In the playoffs, of course. You know, if for some reason some of those players get knocked out on on uh, this week, they might be able to stick around for the Italy the game. But otherwise, I'm pretty sure uh, you'll have guys get sent home probably after the the England match. You know, so that way they can rest up for yeah. the conference finals and those uh, Hopefully, said you know, Gazan Giz- Giz- and Nagby are one of those guys. I
1: would be interested in your opinion on how the U.S. looks as far as our attacking. Of course, we have into the strong midfielders and wingers, and they show a lot of promise, but mm-hmm. you know, the Josh Sargents and the Bobby Woods. What is, what is your take on their future, but also looking at the landscape of how the US men's national team has looked and you know, happy birthday to our boy Joe's Get Out the Door. You know. Yeah, you're still hanging in there, man. Still hanging in there. <laughs> hey, man. Brother, man, you hey. gotta the brother. Man.
0: He, he got Sloan Stevens, so you know, yeah, hey, I, I, can, I, I can't hate. I can't even right. hate. You sound
1: like you hate him, man. Hey, hey, you know, hate don't look good, man. I'm right right on brown hate, but I. I, I, I <laughs> life, man. No, but seriously though, like I, I never felt strong about our striking striking presence, and it's just one of those things. Like, well, he, well he, here's here's the thing on that,
0: you know, because obviously, like most of last cycle. We relied on Dempsey and Josie, and for a good little while we, we relied on Wood as well. But for the most part, that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And well, and that's what I'm kind of getting
1: to. Like we're getting slim pickings, though.
0: You know, and I think that one thing that hurt us a lot was obviously like this whole season has been without uh, Seattle's gone without Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a knee injury back in back in preseason, and then. Uh, you know, guys like Dwyer. Of course, he was stuck on a god awful Orlando team. And yes, like, like those are those are the kind of, those are the kind of guys that you know. Obviously, if they were healthy and in form, you would have those guys to look at as well.
1: Do they strike fear, though? And that's what I'm well, and that's what I'm kind of getting at is like a striker. I think for has to strike fear on that back. And I think Josie did for a second, a second. I but think nobody that, else has struck fear.
0: I think that for what, uh, I think our fear comes from our speed. I think that especially once once you, once you once you realize okay we're moving on from Dempsey, and of course Joe's is kind of a wild card right now. But you look at who's who's still left, who would probably factor into the national team going into next year and beyond, like the big thing that at least I see I see speed yeah you know of course you have Weya, you have Pulisic you know you have uh, Wood who, he's a he's a burner as well still and like I haven't really seen too much of Sargent as of course you know he's he's had his opportunities with the national team and he's already you know got goals like he's he's definitely shown that you know he can perform at that level I think that you know about Sargent you know Burr Halter has been a godsend for him
1: mm-hmm. He you know, saved his career
0: because I think that for like for the longest time I actually looked at him as kind of like and him and Dempsey kind of in the same vein where it's like he really didn't have a true position because yeah. like, for the longest time in LA they had him out wide and I was like I don't think that's quite I don't think that's a real true position like he should be up front mm-hmm. and once he got to Columbus and, and uh, Burr Halter put him uh, up front it was almost like a revelation and I think that Going into, I think that he's someone you know. Of course, I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised he didn't get caught up for, for this roster. But I'm pretty sure, obviously, going into next year, going into the January camp, he should factor in. And whether it, whether it Burr Halter, who's kind of the the front runner for the, for the job, whether he gets a job or somebody else gets a job, I think that he's one of those guys that who's not already in the picture who should be and uh, he'll like I said. It, it gives us more options. I think that right now we are painfully thin up front, mm-hmm. as far as, as far as just a true striker. Absolutely. So, you know, just you know, going into next year, and you know, once we, like we have a permanent coach in place, finally, finally, whatever that is. But uh, you know, I think that we'll finally be able to see you know. How the roster takes takes shape because I think that you know there's a lot to be excited for. It's just a matter of every like everything has to be in place for
1: it to happen. We need to have an official calendar or counter of how many days has it been since we have not had an official. Man,
0: We're going coach. on over a year now, man. Like, oh, yeah, it's oh, over a year. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ranting like I did last <laughs> week. I won't do it. I promise you, I won't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool now. I'm cool. I'm cool. But uh, I think that you know, there's, there's a lot to be excited for. Just a matter of everything has to come together, and you know, of course, it all starts with finally getting, getting the coach. Suit. Like hopefully, we'll have that straight. You know, within you know the, the coming months and month. Let me just say singular month and you know, we can we can finally move on from this kind of malaise that we've been dealing with hey question 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 so you, are you a sneakerhead?
1: yeah man I used to rock the sneakers I, 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 I like my sneakers a
0: little bit so no, did, man, did, did, did you happen to see the, the new PSG Jordan that came out today
1: yeah man let me see like first of all the, you know the Jordan ones because I've always was a Dunks fan okay and so Dunks have always been my thing Mm-hmm. I've got several of my customs, you know, Nike ID customs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I gotta show you some of those actually. You like them. My air buddhas. You like okay, those. okay. But anyway, um and so the you know, the Jordan One is a, the same design and that PSG little Jordan one. If you if you're if you're watching
0: this on your computer right, let's go to the computer, take your time out and look up the PSG Jordan Ones they just released today. They're fresh as on know of course. For those of you who don't already know, PSG and, and uh, Jordan, they uh, released a kit for the Champions League this year. It's slick as I don't know what. You know, I I have my, my jersey at the crib. And, yeah, it's, it's it's nice. Did you
1: just stunt on us? Yeah. A little bit. A little, little bit.
0: A little bit. But, hey, you, you know, might, so y'all, 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 I mean, y'all going to see some fresh the things in a little bit. So, you know, yeah. hey, just be ready for uh, it.
1: So, I mean, like, these kids, the fact that, you know, got the black suede and the uh, it looks like suede, but then also you got the little red and white, black, or as they say, challenge red. Mm. You know, technically, because mm. the challenge red um, on the little heel part, man. Like it's so fresh, man. Like and especially, I'm always a fan
0: of black. If my if my girl's birthday wasn't yesterday, shout out to, shout out to my if her birthday wasn't yesterday, that would have been you know a real like I said that would have been some license decisions being made but yeah like I said I, I did not cop mine I'm, I'm be happy with the Jordans that I already have it in, in stock right now but yeah like matter of fact we, like, we, we should really have an episode pretty soon as far as like once we get everything like really up running because y'all trust me this is just the beginning because Maestro over here he have sleep but he like I said we got, we got some plans as far as you know v- videos concern and you know because we, we, I think that you know part of what the culture is you know obviously it's not just, you know What you see on the field It's also like What you see in the stands You know Everyone has Their own different flavor And everything So I think that Like I said We're going to come up With some stuff Pretty soon Where it kind of goes Into you know The style of the supporters You know Because I think that For any Any fan Especially a fan of color Like, like When you come out of these games It's an experience You know You try to come out Looking fresh
1: yeah, so. You have your uniform Don't you like I mean, as yeah. far as like game day, I like, mean, I mean, you have
0: you, seen me in the streets a couple yeah, times, yeah. so you know, yeah. you know, I, I I come correct. So, I, I, like so y'all, for those of you who have seen me, y'all already know who. Do, those who don't, you will
1: see. <laughs> you you, go, you, you got to ask somebody. <laughs> I mean, I think this definitely fits into the Grego uniform. Yeah, he's, so these uh, are Oh, bro. Man, listen, these <laughs> <laughs> definitely fit the uniform. And, you know, I think it definitely would go well with the Atlanta United gear, too, you know,
0: so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, if if United could ever get away from Adidas.
1: Man, good God. Oh, you already know Don't George, get, Jordan, oh, Jordan. You talking about your rants? Mm-hmm. Don't get me on this rant that MLS and this partnership with Adidas and Adidas' is bullshit uniforms that they do every year. And it's the most boring uniforms I've ever seen and they do the same damn template. But how do
0: you um, really feel?
1: Right. <laughs> Just start on that shit Like it's It's a no fun zone man Like seriously Like Oh man And they try Man Okay that's a whole We're we gonna save it We're
0: gonna save it I promise you I right. promise you uh, Sorry. But uh, before we wrap this up uh, Of course we had A Champions League action today Like I said Of course you know Obviously PSG They played Napoli uh, Got a, got a one run draw Well, uh, Did you catch any Of the games today?
1: I unfortunately didn't. I was trying to sneak away doing work. <laughs> <laughs> you work, you work. Yeah, dude, this,
0: this dude works <laughs> soccer office. Like, this dude got soccer on all the time.
1: All the time. I, you know, I love my job, man. The fact that I get to roll out of the bed and put on soccer gear to go to work. Like, I can't. I mean, I love that. And I get to talk soccer with other soccer nerds and stuff like that. Like, it's the dream job. But even though that being said, I still got work to do. Uh, so I mean I was watching some of the ticker stuff and you know um, yeah I heard yeah I heard a uh, Liverpool guy got got, got stopped by a Red Star I Belgrade where, where, where is Belgrade is it is that Ukraine dude is it I think it's a third world country no I'm joking <laughs> like the fact that anytime Liverpool loses I'm there dude yeah that's that's true because of course you're dealing with
0: two two million homers. so yeah we ain't tripping on that whatsoever but yeah but, that, but that's still that's still a pretty big upset so you know that. That, that was pretty big of course I mean, uh granted it was
1: home for them right but still like they still got to come back you know make some moves up on this, this group you know yeah yeah like it's, it's, it's getting real tight you know uh, the
0: groups are about to wrap up pretty soon so yeah like this was a a, a big missed of course like I said PSG of course they, they had the lead and they and uh they gave it up on a it, it was a it was a bang bang PK call but you know it is what it is but uh you sound sad over there. Man. Are you? Are you a low key
1: PSG fan?
0: Man? You know, I, I I dig their flavor, man. I I, I, I can't lie. I, 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 dig, I dig, like you know, Mbappe, especially Mbappe. I know. Mbappe's, I Mbappe. like, so Mbappe's that dude. Yeah. yeah. So I, love hey, Mbappe. I, I I like. You can't hit on Mbappe at all. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm I'm good with I'm good with like they they good with me <laughs> and of course they got they got way or two, so yeah like, I I'm, I'm, I can't right. trip on them. Eh. Okay. Eh. But uh, of course, uh, Spurs got a got a last minute win uh, uh, from Harry Kane. I wish he would try to do this like don't do this stuff against the U.S. That's all I got to say. Don't. But uh, and uh, Borussia Dortmund got got out there. No, they lost. They two. lost two 0 to Atletico. So oh, and of course, yeah, of course, Atletico
1: Atletico that. Yeah, and Dortmund's been. I mean, they top of the table right now in Germany, and they've been running it or whatever. But. uh that's kind
0: of that's gonna be a little hard way to fight back. Man. Yeah, we, like we need to hit up on on, on the League action because like their their play is like top notch. And of course, I think everyone always just thinks it's always just all about Bayern. i like, but no, like no, nah. like their teams are like pretty solid. You know, of course, just because Bayern's got all the money in the world and in that country, it's, it's very easy for them to win every every season. But there's quality in, in, in that league, and of course, there's a lot of brothers in that league too. So. Yeah, you know, I, I think at some point we. Uh, I hope that we can uh, get them some more, some more focus as well. Um, also, also before before we uh, sh- uh, get out of here, shout out to uh, Phoenix Rising and uh, Louisville City. Of course, uh, the US, the U.S.L. Championship is is this Thursday. It's on ESPN two. Of course, Phoenix Rising, For those who don't know, is being led by D. D. A. Drogba, the world famous and now bald. Ball. he's joined the bald crew, man. Hey, we team bald hey, over here. Exactly. Yeah, of course, he, he got he got a funny shaped head, but hey, we we do we do go, we gonna love him anyway. But uh, yeah, I know you like, You follow more USL more now. Like like like, how do you see that game going on?
1: You know, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I haven't gotten to watch too many of the Phoenix games, but I've actually seen Louisville play, and they are, I mean. They've won it before, and I think you know, depending on how they do, mm-hmm. I my prediction. I think they're gonna win it again, yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Droba I, I've always been a fan of his, even though you know he's a big Chelsea player or whatever. But um, I think Louisville's gonna bring it out again, man. Yeah, I, I think it sh-
0: it, it'll, it'll be it's a tough. It'll be interesting. I definitely I, won't watch it. Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. I already already got set up on on DVR that like, that one's on the def- de- deuce. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready to see that game, you know, because USL is growing quite a bit, quite a bit as well. And, you know, I, I, so I, I'm always excited, you know, when they do get national TV games, you know, kind of see like, like where the the path of that league is going? Of course, you know, we can go in to another episode as far as like just their particular path and, uh, and what they've been doing just in the past couple of months. But uh, I think that obviously it's, it's going to be an exciting game. I got to ask a quick question,
1: though. But, is there a USL team that you've been following, or like you you keep your
0: eye on? Um, I've I've always had a soft spot for Indy eleven, mm-hmm. uh, because actually got, I have friends of mine who actually got who were actually involved in getting that team started. So of course, I've seen oh, them start from NASL, the USL, okay. Okay. and and all that. So, but it, I, I'm I'm a big fan of just American soccer. Period. So, yeah. like you know, obviously with all the growth that the USLs had in the past, uh. Past couple of years it's, it's, it's been really exciting To see And of course You know I'm all about You know Having, having an open system yep. In, in, yep. in the league so, <laughs> so You know Obviously I, I want to see I want to see them grow I want to see everyone grow yeah. You know So I, Of course we, I, You know We can go all day As far as The open system That's the whole That's, I mean, a whole, that's the whole day like, so
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get there
0: Trust me I promise you I, I just gotta say For myself
1: though I'm excited about Memphis getting the team Memphis 901.
0: Yeah, if if, if you haven't um, done so already, uh, if you uh, check out Soccer, Soccer Bible, uh, Tim Howard, who actually uh, the owner of the, uh, part owner of uh, Memphis 901. And do you know uh, how
1: that came to be? No. He actually lives in Memphis in the offseason. What? Yes. He is a Memphis resident during the off season, so he... I would, I would not have called him. Yeah, that. he is a Memphis... And if y'all don't know anything about me, my daughter's name is Memphis. And Memphis is a huge part of my uh, childhood. I wasn't born there, but it's like a second home. And um, what Memphis 901, that's my new that's my new USL team, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, 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 I've been real curious about them. Of course, I've actually been looking to connect with some of the supporters there. And, it's the M-Town,
1: man. Come on. You got, a, it's the M-Town. I actually
0: have never been to Memphis, uh, mm-hmm. but that's something that I, I'm, I'm planning like to do. <laughs> Adorable. Put your thumbs up. Man. I know about that. I know about that. Orange man. Orange man, But yeah, man, like trust me, like that that's something that we're definitely going to hit up on. Um, of course, uh, we, we, but we're going to wrap up this, this show for now. Uh, of course, we'll catch y'all uh, next week. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on SoundCloud. Now, I'm pretty sure by the time we we uh, post this will be available on iTunes too. But yeah, definitely looking for us on on any of your your favorite uh, podcast apps. If there's something, if there's an app that we that you can't find it on, hit us up. Of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at FTCUTD. And you know, for Grego, for me, and for the episode Ringo, come
1: back, Ringo, skill, Ringo.
0: Go we'll holla y'all man. Peace is.